This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet. If we're going to McDonald's, it's always the right time. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. There's a deal for every lunch hour at McDonald's. And there's a classic for every craving. Mix and match two for just $3.50. Like a McChicken, a McDouble, or a hot and spicy McChicken. Price and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer. The Reds Report on The Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Another whole match, another three points, another Yorkshire derby, the Austrian revolution at Oakwell continues. This is The Reds Report. It's one minute past five. You're listening to the vibe. This is the Reds Report with myself, Carl Over and the Watering. Chris Richard in the studio. Chris, how are we doing? Good afternoon, Carl. I'm very good, thank you. Very good. Pete Salwood. Hello. You all right? You all right? Yeah, not bad. How did man. your football go on Sunday? Make your debut, I heard. I'm still hurting. <laughs> and uh, a special guest in the studio that you might have seen on calendar on Monday evening, and you'll see him in the Lamp Room Theatre tomorrow evening, but he's asked for the whole hour. John Parkin. John, how are we doing? I'm very well, you? Yeah, not too bad. Um... We want to talk to you about Under the Cosh. We want to talk about what you're going to talk about tomorrow and what that looks like, because it's sold out, isn't it? Yeah, apparently so, yeah. I mean, 
I got like half complimentary tickets, so most of them are mine anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, apparently it's sold out, so hopefully good Very good. Uh, we'll have the uh, the inside on everything that's happening at Oakwell with uh, players coming in, players going out. Uh, so for the next, what, 58 minutes, everything relating to Barnsley FC, keep it right here on the Red Report. So we might as well start then, Chris, with the... Uh, the Yorkshire Derby, Huddersfield. I mean, we just said, didn't we, off, off, you know, off uh, offline. It wasn't the best match if you were the neutral, but it was just important to get three points and keep that unbeaten run going at home, wasn't it? Exactly. The points are the only measuring stick at this minute in time, and we need them. Uh, we kept up the confidence that we've gained at home at Oakwell, which is important, because obviously it's becoming a little bit of a fortress again under Struber, which is needed. Um, it'd just be very interesting to see if that translates on Saturday to an away game. Uh, crowd were loud. Team didn't play the best of football. We've seen them play better, but we've seen them play better on lose. Have we not, Pete? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It was, yeah, it was a good seventy minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. What did you think of the uh, new lad making his debut, Ritz Meyer? It was uh, all right. The bloke behind me loves him already, but um, <laughs> the bloke behind me only likes white players, so that's the thing. Um, <laughs> We're off. So he liked him. three minutes in. I'll be honest, John's wondering. Should I be here? The minute he walked on the pitch, he went, "I'm into that man." Anyway, um, <laughs> no, he, he did like. Two really bad balls on it early on, but then I think yeah. he, he retained. He sorry, he won the ball back more than anyone else. Yeah, he, he drew, drew more fouls, fouls and yeah. As we said last week, he he speaks language. He knows the system we're going to play, so there's no reason why he can't hit the ground running. There's no it looks fitting nothing stopping well, him. Doesn't he play a full ninety minutes? It was it was everywhere really. He covered a lot of ground that Alex Mollat would have covered in that usual position, which is important. Is it? He's already there, Johnny. He's not. He not need to get up to speed. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Same as as any game that I've seen Barnsley play this year, you can you can't you can't fault anyone's commitment. Uh, but it's one of them where if you're making runs that are not going to be effective going forward, you're wasting half your energy really. And I think Mowat does that quite a bit. Uh, so if he's in a, a more forward advanced position already, he's saving his legs. Um, John, you've uh, you've been through some transfer periods in your uh, in your career. We're just uh, trying to sort John's mind. Pete Selwood, it here we go. Um, how important is it for this new player coming in that he knows the manager? Because obviously a language barrier is not there because he knows exactly the style of it. How important is that? Because I know, obviously, it, when you go to another team and they play completely, it can take you a while, can't it, to settle in? And we can't afford that, can we? Yeah, I think it helps the fact that uh, obviously the manager knows him and trusts him and it won't affect him to the club. So you, when you go to a new club, you want to sort of hit the ground running and, and make an impression. But where, even though the manager signs you, with him knowing him already, he's not really got to impress, so he'll just play his normal game as trying to do maybe stuff that he, he wouldn't normally do if he's trying to impress a, a manager who he's not worked for previous. Yeah. Uh, the other lad that was brought in, uh, the um, German lad, yes. the defender, um, obviously we've not seen him play as yet, uh, so we can't really, you know, we can't say anything about him. But uh, Cameron McGeehan has joined Portsmouth. Yes. I think that then. Well, he's not played on the Struber, has he? He's not even featured on bench. I, I can't remember him doing so. Uh, Probably, has he found his level at League One? I'm not sure. Uh, in Championship football, the football he's played a little worse for this season. Probably didn't quite fit in. Missed Probably a lot of chances, didn't he? Yeah. Missed a lot of yeah, missed some big chances early mm. on in the season for us. Uh, and hopefully we're going to find Alex Mollett in them positions now instead. Uh, I think McGeehan's probably found his level at League One. He'll be a good player for Portsmouth. Mm. What about uh, shopping list then, Pete? What, what else is needed? I mean, it's, it's the 16th today, so we're halfway through this January transfer period. What el- who else or what position would you like to see us strengthen? Centre-back, in it? There's no... I don't know why we're even discussing it. <laughs> centre-back, we know, we know it's centre-back. and I'm, it's. I think Anderson has got a player in him. 
I think he's weirdly enough. I think he's got one of the best first touches out of any players. That sixty-yard pass as well for Barnes's first. Yeah, we're nice and Mads Anderson. But it's all, it's all positional players. Also, like as a defender, if you're not learning, who's teaching them? Because normally you'd learn from maybe like an older player or something like that. But they're not learning from anyone. They're not. They're not getting any better. Fullbacks are getting better. Hmm. Fullbacks got better. Midfield yeah. got better. Up we're front, you can't really complain. Man of match for Williams, really. Uh, Unbelievable. Did he get? Jordan yeah, he got Williams. one at match. Yeah. Brown won it, but anyway. <laughs> I thought Jordan Williams, that's his best game he's had in a, in a Barnsley shirt. Oh, he had a good game, yeah. It, it was his previous team. How, does that give you an extra 5% playing against your previous team? Because obviously we brought Jordan Williams a couple of years ago from Huddersfield, same time as Guevara, we brought them both in together. Um, and he seemed to be playing better than he, he has done all season. Is, is that something? Can you find an extra 5% or is it just maybe... I think it, I think it's probably more just the fact that he had a really good game. I mean, you, you do feel as though if if you've left the club and you felt as though you never got a, a chance there or whatever that you've got something to prove. But I think it's uh, it's more the fact that you're playing against the your pals that that you want to really shove it up them to be honest yeah, yeah. than than the fact that about the club. Yeah. What's, um, what's your opinion on people not celebrating against the former clubs? Load of shite. Thank you. <laughs> Lord of shit. I mean, I like, hate it, me. <laughs> Lukaku not celebrating against West Brom. He's on loan. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. I used to love scoring against Barnsley, and I'm a Barnsley fan. Yeah. For, for the, the week leading up to it, I would just get pelters all week. Yeah. We're going to dick you and all this and all yeah. that. And then when I uh, when I scored against him, obviously I, I could give him some back. And then the week after that, I would send him text messages and phone calls and everything. And luckily, it never <laughs> never transpired that goals that I'd scored against Barnsley cost him a place in the league and all that, which yeah. it did when I was at York. Um, I left York to go to Macclesfield, and we were we were second bottom, I think. And I only scored one goal in 16 games against uh, the, the, when I first went, and it was against York, and York ended up getting relegated. <laughs> Did you celebrate that one? Celebrated that, like, yeah. What, what was the celebration, John? I think I just went. I'd, I'd never had a, a celebration no. as such. I just used to chase about, depending <laughs> on depending on how much abuse I'd have, I'd rub my belly or yeah. cut me ears, stuff like that. Nice. <laughs> this is the whole saga of Sam Winnell, wasn't it, when he scored against Barnsley? Obviously, he went yeah. to Wednesday and then he scored. Um, we interviewed him few weeks after and he sort of said listen if you're willing to dig you know if you're willing to dish it out oh, yeah, should, yeah. you should be willing to take it yeah well it's um, quite a big topic this week isn't it you think about Ollie McBurney yeah which is it was it the headlined with uh Rodin the, uh, <laughs> you, you don't so of, you speak. don't often see the double wanker side yeah, like, you, 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 see, you see one but you don't often see the two Sticking <laughs> not from me is that a step too far Carl, well, I, I my, my personal view is uh, a lot of people talk about these football players. I mean, it was cost what twenty million or whatever yeah. from from Swansea, and they're saying they're sort of far removed from the fans. And then he goes to a match. He sits with a previous club. He sits in a derby. He sits with his, you yeah. know, the people that used to adore him and wore his shirt. So he buys a ticket. He sits there. He's one of them, and then he can't do that. It's like how much scrutiny did he need? What? Yeah, well, how, how much jib did he get the previous year when they were in Championship? I would imagine people were gladly giving him yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the wanker sign oh, and, yeah, and the rod. 100%. So, uh, unfortunately, in a PC society. Don't we? Oh. Everybody likes to be offended for some reason. Yeah, but then we also like to complain about, oh, you haven't got any characters in the game. Yeah, someone doesn't like get ripped to shreds. I do it once. I think I'm all for it. What do you think, John? Yeah, and I think to be fair, I've heard I've heard Chris Wilder comment on it today, uh, and I, I knew that'd be his reaction anyway. He sort of not backed him, but he said, "Look, I've not really got a problem with that." And I think Wilder's probably one of the only managers who'd who'd take that stance. Uh, about it, I think. If he's doing job for Wilder, what's Wilder care? Exactly, like, exactly. They, they, on Friday, they won one 0 
Yes, yeah. he scores the winner. Exactly. If he's who, wearing who cares his, what he does referee weekend? If he's wearing a Sheffield United shirt or he's on pitch yeah. playing for Sheffield United, he does something like that. Maybe there's something questionable there. That's yeah. his personal life, isn't it? We've all got one. If I'm if I'm the manager, I, I'm not even bothered if he goes on streaks as long as he's got me three points two days before. It's one of them. It really is as as daft as that that you yeah. can get away with anything when you're scoring and winning. Just don't do a Neil Shipley. <laughs> Speaking about scoring, <laughs> oh, speaking about scoring and winning, Carl. Sorry, Connor Chaplin did it again. Yeah, he's just I don't I don't know. Um, we asked him we in a press conference. We asked Mowat what what is the difference? Why are people? Why is you know Chaplin scoring? Why is Brown suddenly putting all these assists in? And he's saying he makes it very much about winning and losing every single training day of a match, and he wants you to win. And if you lose that day, you want to come back stronger the next day because obviously you want to win. Uh, a lot of video analysis yeah. and and. The funny, well, I thought it was interesting when he says we're very clear on what he wants from us, and maybe it's wrong, but I sort of read into that. Maybe under Stendhal, they weren't so sure exactly what what, what he expected. I think Stendhal's game might have been a little bit too loose for so many young players. I think yeah. I think you probably need a few older heads under Stendhal's game. Would you agree with that, John? I think you need a few older older heads under either of them's game. But I mean, you can say that, but I'm sure Stendhal this season were exactly the same manager as they were last yeah. season. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's scratching his balls all all weekend. Garrison, aren't they? You know, what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you, yeah. You can't have it That's both right, ways. Yeah. He's only the same manager that we were last year, just at a, an higher level where you do get probably found out a little bit more when you when you're making mistakes and if you're not as organised as what you you need to be. It's the dangers of social media, isn't it? You know, we. Have the people that say Daniel will love you forever and blah 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 then a statement comes out three months later what actually happened and then you know they want to unfriend him and, and you're, you're Judas and all this the Cavari thing this week with but the is fan that, is that as the football fans in general just seem oh, to oh no I know right, but right, I, I just yeah. think with, with social media yeah, I think we've got a tool lot. now that we can get a lot closer no but we're not some are I think if you just keep a level head all the <laughs> way through it and don't buy into it either way I think you'll be fine well what about what about Cavari this week Kavari Kavari gets some stick from a Barnsley fan yeah and then he takes a screenshot of a message he got last season from the same Barnsley fan saying can I have your shirt please because yeah, you were yeah. one of the best and he sort of just put it out there and that's the problem now isn't it Ten years ago, John, no no Twitter, no Facebook, none this. People went to watch you, didn't they? They went to watch you on a Saturday afternoon. They might have seen you out in town or whatever, but oh, these no, days we seem to know everything. 100% love seeing me out in town. <laughs> <laughs> but they, there is so much more, not, not scrutiny, but you're able to get closer to all these characters yeah. in the game, aren't you? Yeah, and Barnes is the kind of club that does that, and it? it's very much a family family club and very much a town club. They don't put themselves out there, or I think I think we're quite lucky in that. In terms of like think about bigger teams, higher up, probably the players are not as open as, as they are here at Barnsley. Cavari, I think, brilliant for his last season. Uh, I could be one of our best players. Part of that back four that, that obviously didn't concede many. Scored some big goals away at Scunthorpe. The equaliser scored a goal at home to put us on. He played two positions when we went down to 10 men against South End. He played right back and right midfield. Absolute boss that side at pitch. Did he find his level? I'm not sure. He has put in a good performance here and there this season. All for him. Just get on and, and go and play football. He's done good for us. I don't know what people are slating him for. It's interesting though, isn't it, that they're not part, um, a lot of players when they're not part of the matchday squad, they still come and sit in the West End with some of the others, whether they're injured or just not playing, suspended, mm. we've not seen neither Wilkes or Cavari, so there's something about them not wanting Is to be... Is that expected, John? That shows that, that shows their club rule, to be fair. You what, what that they're expected to be there? They're expected to be there for, for home games, away games, fair enough, but uh, home games. But just going back to social media... If you're, if you're willing to be on social media and you're wanting to get praised, 
if you're not doing your job properly and you're getting pelters, you can't really argue with for me. I mean, it's one of them. I mean, I, last year at York, I was getting pelters on social media. Uh, I put myself out there on social media. Yeah. If I don't want to, I just come off it. Yeah. So I can't really. I'm all, it's all good when they're saying, oh, well done, you scored two, you've done this, you've done that, you've done that. But then if I've been crap on a Saturday, why should they not? Yeah, yeah roughly yeah, smooth, yeah. isn't yeah. it? Roughly smooth. Very good. Right, uh, we'll start looking at the press conference, yeah. um, looking ahead a little bit at uh, this weekend's, uh, weekend's fixture. And uh, we'll start talking about Lamp Room and the Liam Jones Legacy Night as well.
on the vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. It's nearly 20 minutes past five. You're listening to The Vibe. This is the Red Reporter, John Parkin, Pete Selwood, Chris Ridgard, and myself, Carlo Van Watering, in the studio. Um, let's look ahead then. So we've uh, we've talked about the um, the result against Huddersfield, Yorkshire Derby. Scrappy, but it's about three points, nothing else. Uh, Bristol City away. Yeah. They're in a little bit. I mean, they're winning games, but it's by the odd goal, isn't it? So is this? how do you see this one go? Go on, you go first, Chris. I think there's a big chance for us taking at least a point. I think back four starting to get settled. I know Pete's going to disagree with me in, in five minutes' time, which is fine. It's yeah, not like me and Pete to dis- uh, disagree. <laughs> no one's saying they're not consistent, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no that, right? It's nice to see a consistent back four in terms of he's picking the same four players all the that. time now, which we never... We yeah, I'm know, all right with that. We didn't know who we were going to start. Are you yeah. all right with that, yeah? Shall I carry yeah, on? it's fine. Yeah, That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Um, so, yeah. I'll just well, see, and, yeah. and the middle of the park now... Obviously, Rich Meyer's come in. Halmey's starting to look absolutely brilliant in that role. What what a player. Um, and I think Moat, that marauding role, I think we're going to cause Bristol City a few problems. And obviously, the the former Chaplin and, and, and Brown, regardless of how good your back four is, that, that pace and those two linking up is... It's dangerous. Mm. Came at the right time, didn't it? Chopley going, sort of like hitting that form with the Woodrow injury because we were semi-relying on him. But in, in his absence, Chaplin's making a bit of a competition on yeah, it, isn't he? Yeah, stretches, like, they don't play overly central either of them. So no, they they're, they're about they kind of stretch the game a little bit. And uh. I, I do think it, it is better with Woodrow in the hole just because he's... He's, he seems cleverer on the pitch than everyone else, which isn't a word. But anyway, cleverer. He seems cleverer than the others. They're about twenty yard uh, apart, aren't they, Brown and Chaplin? Yeah, and they're really there to stretch play, aren't they? You don't often see a, a front two with such a good partnership as well. That's that's a kind of bygone era kind of thing. Yeah, definitely, John. How important is it for? At least one person. We've been relying on Woodrow for, for quite some time now, haven't we? Brought Chaplin in, never really. F- Flashes of the player that we've seen goal. and played against us. At one goal, understand? I think it were. Yeah, and he's now level on, in goals with with Coley Woodrow. He might, in fact, he might have gone ahead of him on Saturday. I think, he he's, I think him, he's ahead though, so isn't he? Is, he? is he like eight in ten matches or, or something like that? Can we purely put that down to maybe a new formation and something that suits him? Can it be down to the one-to-one management style that maybe Standle had or Struber has or, or, or what? Because it's weird that somebody scores one goal in nine and then suddenly scores eight in ten. I don't, I don't think there's any specific thing that you can put, that, that you can put your finger on. Confidence mm-hmm. uh, it, it is a massive thing. Uh, sometimes you just get a bit of luck. Yeah. If you're in the right place at the right time and, and the ball comes to you, it, it, and it's mad if if you're on a, a bad run, the ball never seems to drop to you. <laughs> if you're on a good run, it's just like wherever you seem to stand, it goes through someone's legs and you're there five yard to tap it in. And it, it, it can be just as, as stupid a thing as luck at times. Yeah. That was the, the story of Bowen's goal, wasn't it, at the weekend, when literally yeah. he was waiting for the ball. It, it just, I think it hit him, and he was sort of... He's not there in accent, though, is he? No, 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 no. And in that role, when he's stuck yeah, on that diamond, yeah. that's, that's what he's there for. He's seen the player develop down the right, which, again, Jacob Brown was heavily involved in. Yeah. You'll think he'll man a match on... on on the oh, Saturday, yeah. and then and Brown's just arrived. Um, Mollett's just arrived at the right time. Poor defending from Huddersfield. I think he went through two or three before it got. Yeah, there. it was poor. But well, we'll take it. Y- you know, he's doing it right when they change the right back, don't you? You know, when they make a change, you know that. Yeah, Jacob, Jacob Brown is that first half as well. It changed him at half time. Half time. Left back wasn't it? It was called Brown Funny as well. Left, yeah. First yeah. half uh, substitution seems to yeah. creeping back into the game, and I'm a huge fan of it. Jade it really upsets people. <laughs> Jaden Brown, I think it were on left hand side for them, and he, he, yeah, Jacob Brown made him look average. He's done that against few players, actually. That was it. 
Even the Brentford game, we were giving him a hard time. Mm. That Henry is highly rated. Yeah, Rico well, Henry. Yeah. He's a left winger, though, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. To come. So when you've got somebody that's in form scoring goals like a chaplain, you've got somebody with, I think, more assist than anybody else now in, in Jacob Brown. You've, you've got a chance against Bristol, haven't you? Are, you? are you still worried about the RB at the back? Yeah, we have, but we just give away. <laughs> like, we, we don't seem to concede many goals where you go, that was no one's fault. Mm. Most of the goals I can go, that was. I can pick an indi- You can pick an individual goal, it's kind of their error. We give we just give away so many goals. Is that not football though, John? Is it, uh, what do you think percentage of football in terms of goals? Most of them are defensive errors, not created. Yeah, but, yeah, but glaring, not like necessarily. <laughs> like, <laughs> Come on, di- John. There's a difference between uh, making a mistake uh, because someone's done something really well, or I mean, the goal on Saturday. It's just a simple clearance. Hmm. Yeah. It's just yeah. a simple clearance. All he's got to do is get a, a, a decent connection on the ball, get it forty yards, and uh, and, it, and there's no danger. But it, that's that. It's as though it's like panic stations, and I don't know if that's a confidence thing as well. Because I'm sure he can control a football. I'm sure. But we hope so. Yeah, you'd, you'd <laughs> like to think so, <laughs> wouldn't you? But I'm sure if, if if you threw him on a Tuesday morning, if you threw him ten balls, I'm sure he'd be able to clear nine out of ten, maybe even ten out of ten, sixty yard up the pitch. I don't know if it's just the panic of the, of the in the game or, and the situation that the club's in that it, it's just like an hot potato really and just try and lash it and and that's when you that's when you sort of shank it as such. I've just remembered something that irritates me. I'm going to mention it. Um, oh, go on then. <laughs> something irritating you, Pete. I just like you know when the fans get on the keeper's back at times mm. and like kick it up and you're like, Con Chaplin's five foot nothing. Yeah, that yeah. ball's coming straight back. Well, so we need we need to have another plan. I it can't just be kick it up to Connor Kaplan. My, yeah, myself. He, do you know what? He, he, for his size, he is all right jump. in the air. He just all, no one says he's got a, not no. got a good jump, but that puts him up to five foot five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work. And the fans need to accept that, like that's not our way of getting. Yeah, there's no pitch. patience. Yeah. Is we there? need to like, yeah, the fans need to be a bit patient. So guys, this is how we're going to play. But that translates so nothing onto wrong pitch. With picking out a midfielder. Does, yeah. does that translate onto pitch, John? You know, fans like booing or, 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 the, or the, does that not panic the players more? I'm not sure if it. I think it makes them uh, make wrong decisions. I mean, if you same same as uh, Pete said, if you've got a uh, if you've got a, a sixty yard ball to somebody who's, who's five foot, you know they're not going to win it. Yeah. But if you've got ten thousand people shout, kick it upfield, kick it upfield, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. they're going to think, well, I'm just going to kick us all. Oh, they want, that's all I want me to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And you're squandering possession, really. I mean, I know it's at a totally different level, but. You don't see Man City just kicking the upfield, do you? No. You know what I mean? And there's obviously, obviously there are much better players, and and the, that's why they get paid so much money. But it's just sort of pointless if you you just squandering possession, really. Then you're going to be on the back foot and having to defend more, and then people start shanking it, and, and you concede goals. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's right. And if you, myself and Kyle were having this discussion, I don't know where he just kicks it, and it's like literally. It's like plum pot size, isn't he? Yeah. Chaplin, he's deadly in the box. Don't get me wrong, but you're not gonna. Yeah. Brown's Brown's I mean, got a decent lead. He, can do, he can do it well against certain teams, but that that, that would feel back four. We're all pretty tough. Have you noticed the aim for Brown? He always he's tries. Got, he's got biggest sleeping yeah. club. He's probably he jumps higher than centre backs, doesn't he? Jake no, he's, he's decent Brown, but again, like when you're against some big lads, you've just kept coming back. It'd be interesting it, in second half. It, it'd be interesting to see if somebody like that is identified in in January. I mean, we've not really had a play. We've not had a player like that since Kiefer Moore, have we? And I mean, when I've seen Schmidt start start at Derby. Didn't really look. And Same though, really, isn't it? it, it Besides Woodrow, who's, well, you know, Schmidt is not the tallest, is he? So you're always going to play on the floor and try oh, to get to his feet. We're linked with a player, aren't we, in France? 
Some French striker. Oh. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But I don't know. What, what's, him, the so what's the ben Twitter account though? <laughs> Hit me, Carlos friend. Never happened. Just because never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. Have you have you seen like Sky Sports transfer like program on Sky Sports News? Mm. That's one. It's the worst thing on TV. It's absolutely horrendous. I, I have to say, it's exactly as bad as that singing the, thing. The, oh no, the, the, <laughs> it's worse oh, than the, the mass singer. singer. No, that's, that is the worst thing. That's and happened. your agent rung you up about that. No, <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst thing I think I've ever. I, I have to say, I was what, what would you sing? Uh, say Elton, they put Elton a few grand on Elton John. Well, really, Elton John song. Yeah. Uh, what would you dress as? A beast, probably an ape. I have to say, I was in the kitchen. My wife was watching, and I heard this: "Get it off or take it off." And I thought, "Oh, this is interesting." Sorry, I was in the kitchen. My wife was watching it. You were watching it, Carlo. Let's not lie. Convenient. Clark O'Dor. I just want to mention because we we talked about Brown, and he got some criticism, didn't he, early in the season? But he's coming from Clark O'Dor. Um, had to come in because of an injury to uh, Ben Williams, wasn't but, it? Yeah, but he was already breaking into the squad anyway. He'd been on bench a few times. I know, but Ben Williams was very much yeah. first choice, yeah. wasn't he? How good is Clark at Unbelievable. All? Why has he not been playing since that? Was that, uh, that just a stendalism? Were you trying to prove a point, saying that you know, he's not played many, I'm not going to play him? Because when he's played, he's lost, he lost no, a class of Have you seen him play yet, Johnny? No, in I don't person? think I have, no. Like, he, he, can take it, he can take it round people, he can cross a ball, he can actually judge a ball over the yeah. Over his head, yeah. which um, Ben Williams is quite bad at. Yes, he's very good at covering. Really bad at that. He's very good at covering as well and behind for the yeah, and Anderson. You know, if they push out, he's very clever positionally. He can get. He can get. He, he's on because he's, he's quick. Mm. He don't usually get beat at ball, does he? He's on a long contract as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I think. And I have to say, I like he'll, that. He'll, he'll, he'll football, go for a lot of money. When you look at a footballer and the ball is coming over and he's looking around to find out where can I go, what can yeah. I do, and he's, he's, he's got that bit of pedigree, hasn't mm, he? He's a great mm. sign. Right, uh, play some music and then let's talk Under the Cosh, let's talk Charity Walks. Um, do you want to talk about anything, Pete, today? Anything bothering oh, you? Pete, you, you want to have a half to heart, mate. Anything you want to talk uh, about? No, I think I'm all right. Internet's up in my house, I'm fine, yes. Yeah, so oh, well, we'll then. Oh, yeah, Pete, we'll talk about Sunday, actually, how you got on, on your debut. We can do, yeah. Marauding forward from left back, mate. <laughs> he got told off. <laughs> Against the manager's wishes. <laughs> Yeah. 
Reds Report on the Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. You two desire 31 minutes past five. You're listening to the Vibe. This is the Reds Report. Jump by. It's very rare, this, isn't it? Um, let's talk about your podcast. I mean, we're live at the moment, and then tonight it will be uploaded as a podcast. Um, we dream of as many listeners as was, uh, what John has done. Yeah, I, I, what's it feel like, John, being on best podcast in Barnsley? Is it enjoying it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get some tips. It's when you put in Barnsley that ruined it a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> I'm trying to get some tips on how you do it. <laughs> um in all fairness, that's really took off, isn't it? Was, was that always a plan, or was it just somebody saying, let's have a go at this and see where it goes, or...? Uh, a, a little bit of suck it and see. Uh, it's obviously it's gone so much better than what we could have imagined, really. I mean, uh, we like over three million downloads we're on, uh, which we could never dream of numbers like no, that, really. No, no, no. Uh, but to be fair, we're only as good as guests. As guests are, the, are what make it, really. We have a little bit of crack before and and after or whatever, but the, it's just getting the right guests on, which makes it so much easier. It is, but it's also the fact that it's not about the matches, isn't it? it what's happened before, what happens in the, in, you know, in, in, in the changing room, what's happened afterwards, that sort of life that we don't see. Mm. I think that's why I listen. If I see, oh, you've got so-and-so, thought, right, okay, that's, that's for me tonight, yeah. headphones on, because that's what I want to be. And it's funny, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's... It, it, I don't think it's set out as like a, sort of like a comedy show about football. It, it turns in like that because I, I'm non-stop laughing, and yeah. it's, it, it, it's the stories you want to hear, isn't it? As a fan, it's interesting that John has mentioned the guests being the most important bit about having a good podcast. So, no, Pete, we need to get be- better guests on. <laughs> Is that all right? We get, write that down. Yeah, I'll get me cold. Who, who do you think I know? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it, it's, oh, it's, it's more like I mean, you you come and you come and do this podcast, and you, uh, you you're surmising about what's happening in the football club, and yeah. and sort of not guessing, but you're like rumours and all that. Yeah, yeah. And ours is just literally like this is what happened. So yeah. if there's an incident and it gets out in the press, and the club don't really tell you what's happened, lads will come on and say this is what happened. He hit him. Yeah. He, you know what I mean? He got pissed that night. Do you think that's the appeal of that? Like my my enjoyment of it is the fact that like I don't feel like any guest is trying to protect anyone well, yeah, they're not trying to protect it. their own interests they're not trying to protect the club they're just saying things quite honestly whereas like what, what I think we see is from my mainstream punditry on the telly and stuff is like there's so many people who've got very they've got big agendas and they've got things that they want to protect and make sure that they're in and they have to play it safe Whereas you and your guests, you don't have to. Well, that's you just do what mean, you want because it's your thing. We've not got, uh, we've not had many current players on or whatever because, as you said, the, the McBurney thing. If yeah, we, yeah, yeah. It'd be, it'd be another case of that. But I think, I think the main thing is, is <clears throat> well, if it happened, it happened. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even if it, if it, if it's, if you're talking about someone else, if if the story happened, then you can't really complain about yeah, people yeah. hearing about it. I like it just because it feels real. It just feels like a, a normal general conversation. Yeah, field over. It's not rehearsed. It's literally no, it just, mics are on, recordings yeah. on, and you, you sit and have a chat, don't you? So, John, people that have not listened to your podcast, and there's not many of them, but the people that haven't listened to your podcast, if you were to direct them to listen to one now. Which one do you think it would, would be your favourite? Which one did you enjoy doing most? And which do you think is best listen? Uh, Mark Cross is up there, but I mean we've just done Carlton Palmer. Yeah, uh, that's on. That's behind a bit. Of, that's behind a paywall. That one you've got to pay two pound a month for two extra Oof. episodes, which uh, 
If you don't mind paying £2 for five hours entertainment a no, month, would you? No, no, no. no. Well, we, we pay 25 Well, we've got a season ticket. We pay about 25 <laughs> to watch Barnsley for 90 minutes. So, mm. You know uh, what I mean? We're not yeah. wired up right, are we? Callum Palmer's were brilliant. But they're all they're all good in a different way, really. Yeah. We've not just had uh, sort of big names on. We've had lads from lower leagues and stuff like that who's, who's also got stories to tell and interesting stories from times at the clubs. It's moved on, though, from just a an audio podcast because you now also do like the vlogs where you video you go to big derby matches uh, which one's been your best in so far and what countries have you gone to for those people that don't know uh, we went to went to watch Hamburg St Pauli obviously in Germany which were a, a, a strange experience uh, my first foreign game I think I've been to and it's just a totally different atmosphere mm. uh, it's like it's like a day out for them. We, you, know, you, you go and you'll have a pint before the game at, at, at the fan zone or whatever. They're literally drinking four hours before and four hours after. So it's your um, kind of country then, John. Yeah, it's bang on. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I, I can confirm that a lot of people in Barnsley do that as well. Like, <laughs> do you wish not, that you're not signed for York? You'd probably sign for somewhere somewhere in Germany. That would have been nice. Know, you you yeah. would have enjoyed that, would you not? I'd have probably gone... I mean, career would probably been a lot less, <laughs> a lot less time frame. But, uh, I mean, we did Hamburg-St. Pauli. I've never... Uh, we did, sorry, uh, the Krakow derby. Wow. I've never been as scared in my life. I, yeah. literally, I mean, we had to put the camera away at half-time because the cameraman got a dig off one of the ultras that said, look, you're not filming in here. So we end up doing the second half just on his phones on the sly like. But <laughs> Jesus. Well, I proper, I was proper shitting my pants. I was really scared and I couldn't wait for the game to finish. Yeah. <laughs> it is Eastern Europe though, isn't it? Football is so much more. I mean, I've been to a few, um, not derbies, but big matches when I lived in Holland. Um, no, not not strange that now if I play final to the away team is not allowed to come in because of the mm, trouble. Yeah, because yeah. the hooliganism is still very rife in Holland on, not, on sort of club. It's not content though, is it? No, <laughs> no, it's not, no, it's not West End either. But so, what's been your best away one, like the vlog, the video ones you've done? Because you've done, you've done a few, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, we've done. I would probably say the uh, PSV. Uh, what did we got? PSV and I can't remember who the other team were, but we we obviously stopped in Amsterdam, so ah. that one. We had two nights in Amsterdam, so I think that's going to probably be my favourite for. <laughs> So How do you get away with all that? I'm just going away for a bit. I'm it's working it. Oh, all right, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, we've got uh, we're just trying to <laughs> we're just trying to sort of uh, a live show out in New York. Are you not living dream then, John? At the minute, this is you must be enjoying New this. York? As, New, New York, York yeah. yeah. Are you enjoying this as much as your football career? I'm fucking playing more, a lot more. Than that. <laughs> a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. I mean, I started doing afternoon speaking. Uh, so if anyone wants to book us, get get, get in touch. Uh, it's just, it's just obviously different. I mean, it suits you though, doesn't it? Because you were, a, you were a character in the game. You always have been. It, it's, you're no different now than you were. No, you know, it, when you were playing, were you? No, but I, 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 I would never have changed when I were playing, whichever club or or whatever. But it's like the only thing that the under the cosh has helped me finish playing football because I still the only thing I miss is the crack. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I still get the crack from that. Uh, I mean, like on a more like. I mean, most of my day now is just took up by a walking dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm like... What dog you got, John? I've got a cross whippet from oh. uh, from Romania, Need actually. some walking, then. I know, yeah, but once once you've done the walk, that's them for daylight. But, uh, so, yeah, so I'm busy, but just not in a in a sort of... Not a physical sort of sense of uh, running and training and 10 o'clock till 2 o'clock like I, I were for 20 but, years. I mean, it's enough to occupy you mentally, isn't it? You know, you mentioned like, having that crap with lads and stuff, and if you were to cut that off dead... That'd have a massive impact, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, especially for for me because that was that was the main reason that I probably stayed in football as long because uh, I just enjoyed the the crack in the dressing room, not the football bit part of that. I were like 
got a bit bored of that, to be honest, towards the end. And, and a bit bored at start as well, to be honest, but <laughs> it was the only thing I could do. Um, tomorrow, Lambroom sold out. Decent, isn't it? What, what can we expect? What, what, is it, it's an evening with yourself, with John Parkin. Uh, is somebody presenting it? Have they got questions? Is it, is it an audience thing where people can ask questions? What, what are you hoping for or what are you envisaging? Is that a word? Right. Literally make me want you off speaking, <laughs> but whatever. Fine, <laughs> um, I think it's a bit like one of them, you know, them Piers Morgan life story type oh, yeah. I think yeah. it's like that, but I'm going to try and drag it down to as lower level. <laughs> My as level. I'm going to try and drag it down as, as best I can, but uh, my dad's going light, but he, he knows a crack anyway. I went to see Ronnie O'Sullivan in something very similar. But I reckon you can top him. I reckon that'll be good. Good night t- tomorrow night. That I'm looking forward to it. To be fair, it should be. Uh, you say it should be good. Hometown as well, isn't it? Which is yeah. See plenty of people. Like I was saying, we just checked that it's sold out. So that's bound to be good. Um, did you want to ask something, Pete? Oh no, it was a quip about having three pints at lunch the other day. But it's fine. All oh, right. <laughs> saying I'm not <laughs> doing anything. I'm not doing anything. We had three pints the other day <laughs> during the day. Me, John, and apparently loads of women in the glass house just. I didn't know. I didn't know. Like it was full, wasn't it? Of yeah. like just big groups of women just getting hammered, and you, you need about to one-ish. For, you need to go for a beer with Pete after his gigged. You get lots of women coming up and asking us for a beer. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Cool, yeah. for a comedian, obviously I'm, he's batting them off. Obviously, the, the looks are not a massive thing about it. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but right. So in your head, imagine what comedians look like. For a comedian, I am very attractive. Really? Yeah, as, mate. As big as very attractive, <laughs> or just all right. Peter K, Bernard Manning. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got the looks on them. <laughs> Jimmy Carl um, looks like a puppet, <laughs> right? How many good-looking comedians are there? Um, <coughs> I was going to plug the Liam Jones uh, Legacy Night. We'll do it in a bit. You were doing something for charity as well that we just want to mention as well while we've got Yeah, people. you can't come to our Liam Jones Legacy Night because you reckon you'll get drunk because... Yeah, we've got a, you've got some on day after. We've got a sponsored walk the next day for, uh, for it, so to, uh, it's okay to talk. We're doing... I think we're walking to seven or nine different clubs round round Barnsley, starting at uh, at Wungwell and, and ending up at the game uh, against Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, and I, I would have come to the night, but we, we, we're starting at half four, yeah, uh, so I can't go straight from straight from Barnsley straight to the walk. You know what I mean? I'm not going to make coat with me, am I? What time uh, do you think you'll be arriving at ground? What's your, what's your aim? It just depends how many pubs we're stopping. Uh, <laughs> okay. So probably about. I don't know, half two, maybe we'll probably miss the first <laughs> half and we'll just get in for a second there. Well, if you are there early, we'll make sure we've got a cold one waiting for you at the fan zone, just in case. Well, you're not, you're always welcome. <laughs> Slip inside the eye of your mind. Don't you know you might find a better place to
Yeah. Both all right, actually. Yeah. I heard you say. Red's Report on The Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Uh, you're listening to The Red's Report, special guest John Parker in the studio with uh, Pete Elwood, Chris Richard and myself. Um, press conference today, Chris, anything of note? Uh, yeah, you've dropped that on me, haven't you? Uh, sorry, I should Why be not? looking up. Uh, yes, Struber basically said he's expecting probably one or two faces coming in in January, right. possibly some movement going out next week. Which is interesting, probably Dimi Cavaria, possibly. Yeah. Um, in terms of the side, uh, Radlinger's not going to be, but it's looking very unlikely he's ill. He's ill, yeah. Um, same with St- Mike Stephen Barra, who, uh, who may make the bench. Um, obviously, Corley Woodrow's still out. He said it'd be a big gamble if we play Corley, so that makes me think that he's getting closer, and yeah. much closer to playing, so be interesting. Maybe saving for Tuesday. That's it, we're playing Saturday and playing Tuesday, so mm. that quick turnaround in games. John, you play a lot of football. <laughs> quick turnaround in games, does it affect you, playing uh, Saturday, Tuesday? It never did me. I were always better. But you didn't do much running, did you? No, I obviously didn't do as much <laughs> as what most, most of the lads did. I always used to prefer that, because you used to get in... Uh, obviously, play Saturday, you'd have Sunday off, uh, you'd have an easiest day... Uh, Monday, play Tuesday, you've got Wednesday off, you have an easiest day Thursday, an easiest day Friday for your game Saturday, and that's one of, one of your weeks at season, boxed off. John, yeah. I expect to see the same 11 this Saturday, Tuesday, possibly might see a few changes. You agree, Pete? Oh yeah, a bit same team, there's no point messing with it. No. Can't mess with success. It's good, isn't it, that so whatever he's in, nine matches in, he's found his best 11, because after... Well, yeah, he's probably found his best... 13, so hasn't he? 13, he's, tr- he's trusting two or three others, isn't he? He's yeah. not trusting anybody else. He's putting people on bench, but they're not getting the game time. Yeah. And the ones that he's decided he's not trusting or are leaving, they've not even met squad. He's good, he's made his mind up. Talked about incomings. Uh, we're renowned for this spreadsheet and this data analysis that mm. pinpoints certain attributes of players that could be beneficial to us. I suppose then they go and scout them, see if the character is right and blah, blah, blah. A couple of players that I want to talk about. Jordan Green left for the uh, rest of the season, going on loan. Yeah, that's good for him, Pete, isn't it? Yeah, good for him. He's not at this level. Good for him. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not it's, much more to be said about yeah, it. Is, is it? That, is that he's a league yeah. old player, and, and yeah. because we've not seen much of him ever, really. Yeah, it's not his fault. No, it's just Mal- not there, is Malik it? Wilkes. <laughs> he's good enough for championship if, he's, if his head's in game. He's, he's an athlete, isn't he? He can certainly cause a few problems. We saw that at Fulham, and it's almost as if that Fulham performance. Ruined his Barnsley career so I think yeah, we probably expected too much for him from the got, got a nasty side to him on and off the pitch. Do you think um, he's good enough, John, at this level? I've not really seen him play, to be honest. Okay. Uh, so I, I can't comment, but. Uh, Some players just obviously had a good season last season at Doncaster in League One. Possibly he's a Championship player, having how good he were. Some players just not fit other teams better. It's Twenty year old, isn't it? Like, yeah, I mean, I th- the same as if he's twenty year, twenty year old, it is a bit, is a bit harsh on him. But it's a big step up. Mm. Uh, mm. It, it, the league one to the to the championship, it's a big step up, and, and it's getting it's getting bigger because you've got more players who are dropping down from the Premier League playing in the Championship who could still do a job in the Premier League. Mm. So the, the jump's getting much bigger, and, and I think the. The, the championships getting almost like a, a, a second Premier League at the top sort of six eight clubs mm. in it. It's uh, yeah. it, is, it is tough and same as we said earlier. If he'd have scored four in his first seven or eight games, it might have been totally different. And he just got and he got on to have a fantastic. Yeah, season. some thrive on the confidence and that, that brings him on. Plus, obviously, he's got this court case thing looming, and it, it 
it can't be easy knowing that at the end of the season you you know you've got a trial to attend because you've been accused of something yeah, of and, and that I suppose can mess with your head can't it well it's tied down to a, a quite a long contract isn't it I think it's four yeah, years yeah they signed a four year contract in the summer so, I mean, and, we, and we knew of this incident because they, was, they were able to move the court date at the end of the season so it wouldn't impact yeah. him but, it, but it's a loan move that's mentioned now isn't it it's a loan move I'd learn him out I won't, I won't sell him so I mean potentially next season fingers crossed we don't get relegated potentially next season for him to be one of our best players in league yeah, one yeah definitely it just needs game time and why have him sat there on bench when he can be having game time gain experience he might even come back to Barnsley better, better and stronger you never Mowat know Mowat did say yeah he did well yeah and I suppose that's the same for yeah. McGee and so let's have a, a quick um, well we'll go around the table start with you Chris Bristol City away uh, first Barnsley scorer and uh, full time score please I think it'll Sir. be 2-2 two, two, and I can see Chaplin scoring again for us right. uh, I'm going to go 2-2 two, two as well 2-2 two, two, Brown Brown I'm going to go 2-1 Bristol and I hope I'm wrong like it Sven. first goal scorer Barnsley or goal scorer uh, yeah I won't, I, I'm going to go Brown with you I think just mix it up 0-0 nil, nil. yeah mm. so just clean sheet. that yet. Well, how many I've, clean sheets have we had one you mad fam <laughs> I've had the last two predictions right, right. you have Preston at home we, well, we had, we had, have we had one clean sheet under Struber but that's it isn't it one away at um, probably should have won really wait, wait a minute yeah. well, no, we won. We won. We won. Oh, three two, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. We won it away. It was midweek. It was like a dead match. Swansea. Yeah, nil nil. So yeah. we've had one clean sheet yeah. in Struber. Yeah. It'd be nice one. to get another, another one. one coming in. Um, Preston at home. Now that was the biggest defeat under Daniel Stendel. Eventually led to his sacking, moving, mm. moving away. Yeah, we're halfway home before whatever. that last goal. Um, we've come on in immensely since that result. Preston hit a miss at minute, aren't they, John? Yeah, I mean. To be fair, they were, when when Barnsley did play them, they were flying. Yeah. Mm. They were third in the league and and looking really good. And they have they have it a, a, a tricky patch this last sort of six eight games. So I think it's it's definitely a, a better time to play them now than it was when we when, when Barnsley played them yeah. earlier on the season. I'm going for my favourite goal three one that one to Barnsley. To Barnsley yeah. There is a lot of variables. It just makes you wonder if it's close gap enough. I'd love to say we're going to win, but. We were di- we were diabolical that day against oh. Preston, horrible. <laughs> so I'm gonna say four 0 Barnsley. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go three one, but the third comes really really late. Okay, on the on the break. Yeah, yeah. We just need Off points. The RV. <laughs> if we sit here now and say how many points do you want our next two games, you just take three, wouldn't you? You're not bothered. Three would be enough. Um, two draws. I don't know. I, I looked at the form table. I, I think we're about sixth or seventh in the form table. I think if we keep that Sorry, going, man. yeah. There's other teams now coming down. If you look at like your, your Charlton that were up there and they're going down mm. and we're going up, it's there. almost we've got an up, upward trajectory now. Well, I, and I think any match for all you need at least a point, don't you? We need to climb out of there, otherwise that gap's got to get too big. So, um, well, yeah. it's close to one, isn't it? Now the gap, yeah. so they're in touching distance. So, so what, a, what a carrot that is that's dangled in front of him. You think Four they points. were dead and buried probably five, yeah. six weeks well, as ago. We say, if he keeps us up, he's manager at year. It won't be though. We were dead and buried. It won't be because he's manager of Barnsley. They're not pick yeah. us, and he's not. He don't so sit on the bucket. They'll probably be pick Slavon, yeah, Billich or something like that. Uh, a quick mention as well for the Liam Jones Legacy Night, Chris. Um, yes. Tickets going really well. There are still a few left. So you just want to tell people what it's about, what we'll be doing, and where they can get the tickets from. Yes, just because uh, I forgot. Tickets are available from Aversley Reds. Ourselves and the Liam Jones Legacy. I just leave that Scott's in it. Yes. Uh, fan Zone as well. Yeah. On match days, we've got tickets on us there. There's well, going to be Eddie Moses, yeah. Nick Eden, yeah. and John Hendry. That's the Look one. at me go, what's the date? 
Um, it's on the seventh, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Friday. Yeah, it's Friday so it's the day before. It's, it's when John's. It's the day before John's walk, and yeah. the day before Barnsley uh, play. It's at the Garrison. Wednesday. And Garrison. I think we got the big room, the screen. So I'm just doing all the videos for that uh, for that evening. So should be a good one. Yes, we're presenting it alongside Phil Hall, who is ill at the minute. So yeah. best wishes to Phil. Yeah, take it easy. Hopefully, mate. he'll be back soon. Yeah. We're yeah. supposed to be doing commentary against Preston. That's right. I mean, you can just pretend to do commentary if you want. Well, we pretend to do a lot of things. We pretend to do radio shows and all sorts. <laughs> Podcasts and. <laughs> um, you've been listening to the Red Report. Uh, next week, FA Cup special. Hopefully, if he sends it in time, uh, an interview with Simon Davy about that uh, FA Cup run in 2008, was it, I believe? Yes, when we took a 2008. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, Liverpool League Champions League semi-finalists that year, didn't we? Chelsea mm. at home. So um, if he sends me him tonight, I'll start. Uh, I'll start clipping them. So a uh, sort of like an FA Cup special next week. Sounds good. John, thank you very much for coming in. First of all, oh, very um, well. good. Yeah. Very I can't make it tomorrow, but yeah, it'll, it'll be alright. They don't need us anyway. Tickets are sold out. <laughs> we'll watch through a window, John. <laughs> Speaking of tickets that aren't no. sold out, thirty-first uh, of January. Um, oh yeah, see there we go. <laughs> Mine and Jack's Carol show. Come to it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but, you're coming, aren't you? I'm coming. You coming. I'm coming, out and I think some football lads are coming. No, they. Do you want to mention football, Pete? What, what weekend? Um, you yeah. played well. I did. You're right, you're right. I did play well. I'm one of the better players, Chris. You weren't um, the best player on pitch, though, Pete. <laughs> I was the. I was one of the better players technically, and by far the worst player physically. That's, that's how I describe the. <laughs> Just quickly, then situation. talk talk about your show impairment. Uh, I'm doing the show. So the show is uh, with me and a lad called Jack Carroll. He was on Britain's Got Talent. He was on. Like, oh, the famous one. He is famous. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> He gets spotted in the street, mate. It's quite <laughs> annoying, actually, to be honest with you, when we're trying to have a nice meal and trying to get him to do work. He's got his adoring fan base. Um, yeah, so we do this show. It's called. It's a, a disability-based sketch show. It's going really well. We've got TV people looking at it, which is amazing. Nice, uh, cool. It's getting recorders on the 31st of January. Electric Theatre next to college, and we've sold out a lot of our Yorkshire tour as well, so it's going all right. Well, I, just yeah. want, I just want the bands I want to go well, because we've got I'd a few little um, extras that we're putting on the bands they want. I'm sure your mate, John, will help you with that. He'll, put, he'll, he'll give him a tweet, won't you, John? Yeah, no, I've already have. Yeah, he has. And I have yeah, to say, if, if you... Ge- genuinely, like, I was, I, was sat, I was sat with Jack, and um, when you tweeted that out, we'd got confirmation that we had David Williams coming to watch a show in the London one. That's cool. And we couldn't, couldn't care less about David Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Spent half an hour going like, do you remember them goals at Ellen Road? Is that that, is that, that kid who was sold like three billion bucks or something? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, we, right, we weren't it? asked. <laughs> but if, his, if, his dad came in and went, oh, I remember that. Oh, he tore us apart. <laughs> we That's are brilliant. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. brilliant. We are probably, um, what would we say, third division amateurs on a Saturday if you compare this podcast with, with John's podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we, on average for us, uh, we are now at about 1,200 um, downloads a month, which oh. for us, when we started with 50 listeners a week, I think we, you know we're going the right it's way. Improved but a lot. If you are one of those people that download, come to, come to the show on the thirty first because yeah. not only um, is he one of us, um, Jack Carroll wasn't British Got Talent. It's proper fame. You might get a signature. I mean, I have, I have, I have got my own awards, but you know what I mean. Well, oh, you've you got awards. Two thousand sixteen up and coming Yorkshire comedian. Yeah? Match award from Sunday. New Yorkshire comedian. No, I've got that part. I've told you I scored two. I don't think I've mentioned it. No, you're not. No, I've got a feeling one of them. Sort of overhead kickish thing where <laughs> I know we're offside <laughs> Offside They all right. count John Don't they, they? Do. We'll leave these talking football <laughs> And we'll be back next week Five o'clock on the Thanks vibe. for having us Thank you
Reds Report on the Vibe, sponsored by Opium. This is the Vibe, the one in playing The Samsung Neo QLED 8K TV featuring incredible color volume with 8K AI upscaling powered by 20 neural networks on an impossibly slim screen is the kind of TV that's so visually astounding, so unfathomably well designed, it has to be seen to be believed. Don't believe me? Well, okay then. Radio has its limits. Samsung Neo QLED 8K. Unreasonably good. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.